specifically the power of judicial decision, authority to manage domestic affairs. We see many things happening in families today, in godly families, I mean the families of believers. You see things that are happening that are not supposed to be as children of God. It is our time to be empowered by God, to begin to make commands, to begin to have rules in our family, and take charge of domestic affairs in our family that we together. Again, he looks at the aspect of power where things can be made subjects. Okay, you give, you, you determine the jurisdiction of how the devil can operate around you. Are we together? Yes. You give him his limit, you tell him his boundaries. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. It's time to receive this power of jurisdiction, of making commands. It also speaks of how possessing authority as a ruler. The living are more powerful among created beings, superior to man. Amen. Amen. It also speaks of a sign of the husband's authority over his wife. Are you having marital crisis? Are you having marital challenges? No, you, you're having issues as to whose role is what, whose position is what, whose responsibility is what. It's because you've been lacking power. It is time to receive power. Amen. Amen. And then it also speaks of sign of regular authority, a crown. And remember, as children of God, we have been brought into a family of what? Kitchen. So you have a crown upon your head. This time I want you to open your mouth and begin to pray. That as you give yourself and attend to every session in this power conference, that all these aspects of exorcism, every part of this power shall be your portion. No area of your life will be lacking the power of God in the mighty name of Jesus. Open your mouth and begin to pray.
mission speed. Amen to Jesus. So this is the main edition of Power Conference, and we give God all the praise and glory. Amen to Jesus. This is a meeting with eternity and a meeting with destiny. God is meeting with us in the course of this conference. And I believe that every word that will come out in this conference is going to transform our lives in the name of Jesus. Amen. Oh, bless God for that beautiful word of exhortation um, um, that our pastor took in the course of the prayer. That was a very powerful word and um, I think it's a good kickstart for the conference. That was a wonderful introduction for the conference. Amen to Jesus. Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah. All right, we're starting on today uh, Power Conference. And uh, today uh, I will just be giving us a foundation, a foundation, a foundation. Uh, and on Friday, we'll take off from where we started today. Today, we're going to be having more a foundational introduction into what we'll be doing on Friday. Amen to Jesus. And uh, today, uh, I'll be talking on the power of the blessing. The power of the blessing. Amen to Jesus. The power of the blessing. Um, we all know many of us read our Bibles and we know that uh, God blessed man in Genesis chapter 1 verse 28. Praise God forevermore. Now you look at that blessing, the blessing God gave to Adam in Genesis chapter 1 verse 28 had five constituents of five components. Amen to Jesus. Now let's read to Genesis chapter 1 verse 28. Said unto them, be fruitful number one, and multiply number two, and replenish the earth number three, and subdue it number four, and have dominion number five over the fish of the sea, and over the fowl of the air, and over every living thing that moveth upon the earth. Holy Spirit, revelation into your world in the name of Jesus. Now, God blessed Adam, the Bible says that God blessed them. So, blessing them was plural, amen to Jesus. That means the blessing word of blessing was Adam. And Adam, the word Adam is actually the Hebrew word Adam, which actually means mankind. So, resident in Adam was the whole of mankind. So, when God was blessing Adam, he was blessing mankind, which includes the male and the female gender. Praise God forevermore. That says, male and female created he in them. Praise God. So, uh, God blessed Adam. He blessed the male and female gender in Adam and blessed the whole of humanity in Adam. God did not have to create Adam and then bless Adam, then create Eve from Adam and bless Eve and then now start, then, then they give birth to Cain, bless Cain, give birth to Abel, bless Abel, give birth to Seth, bless Seth, and then continue blessing them as individuals. Uh, that would be a, let me use the word, a, a waste of productive time. The same way God ended creation and gave procreation to man and um, that, that and also gave man the creation of um, his mind using raw material from the earth to man. That was, that's the same way he created Adam and blessed Adam. And so from Adam, everyone was meant to be blessed. So the blessing was meant to continue. And you know what I'm saying? It was in him. So to that being, if, if, if God ended his creation so that man can start procreation, amen. If God did not end his creation, man would have not been able to begin procreation. If God did not end his creation, man would have not been able to be, begin the creation of the ideas we have, the things we have today, the machineries and everything like that. God had to end the creation so that man can begin his own creation. And so that's the reason why God had to bless them in Adam 
so that as they come out, they will continuously manifest the blessing. Praise God forevermore. Now, among the five components of the blessing, man shares the first two with other creatures. But the remaining three are strictly for man. And we see this in Genesis chapter 1, verse 22. Genesis 1, verse 22 says, And God blessed them, saying, Be fruitful and multiply, and fill the waters in the seas, in the seas, and let fowl multiply in the earth. This was when God was blessing other creatures. If you see the blessing here, we see that God used two words. The first two words he used to bless Adam was the first two words he also used to bless the other creatures. But he limited his blessing to those two words. Which were what? Be fruitful and multiply. Are we together? But now when he came to man, there was the addition of three more components, three more words, which was what? Replenish, subdue, and have dominion. Now these things, they are very important and significant. Most of us always ask the blessing, what is the blessing? Some of us, when you hear the word blessing, all we think of is cars, all we think of is houses, all we think of is lands, all we think of is money. And the problem with the church today is that we have limited the blessing to material insignificant things. And I some years ago, the Lord began to teach me on prosperity. And I began to pick up the Hebrew words for prosperity. Tab, Shalom, Shalem. And then picked up the, the Greek words for prosperity. As anywhere I saw prosperity in the Bible, I picked the Hebrew and the Greek words. And I began to get their meanings. And when I went through the meanings of the Hebrew and the Greek words for prosperity, I discovered that of all the words I gathered together, money appeared in only and before money even appeared, there were many synonyms used to explain that Hebrew word before money even came up. So that means money is the most insignificant and infinitesimal aspect of the blessing. But today we are taking the most insignificant and the most infinitesimal aspect and have exalted it over every other aspect. And that's the reason why the Church of Jesus is living in an upside down life arrangement. And that's the purpose of this kind of conference, so that things will be made right, and then we can fully manifest the power of God. Amen to Jesus. Praise the Lord forevermore. Hallelujah. So among the three components of the blessing, which belongs to holy man, two of them, now if you, like we said, two of five are, 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 are the blessings that God blessed man, three belong to man only. Two belong to both man and other creatures. Are you getting what I'm saying? And God did this for a reason why? Because that's what distinguishes man from other creatures. So suddenly we're learning about God forming man from the dust of the earth. And now we have to get contact with man. The word form there actually means to, 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 to the, the act of pottery in the original Hebrew, which talks about what a, pot, uh, a, 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 a potter does to mix his, to, 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 to mess his hand up with to create a product, a man to Jesus. And when we look at the word shower, we bend and not breathe it into Adam. The word breathe it then means to pump air, to push air in, like pushing air into a balloon. Amen. So God contacted man on two different times when he was creating man. That's the special interest God has in man. And that's the reason why the blessing God gave to man has five components. And the blessing that God gave to uh, other creatures just has only two components. Five, like we all know, is the number of grace. So the five components of the blessing speaks about God's release of his grace to man. Even when he was blessing and praise God forevermore. So now the blessing of God is in the, is, is actually the release of God's grace to make man live like God. Everyone, praise God forevermore. Now among the three constituents of the blessing, we belong to only man. Two of them are all about power. We saw that 
um, fruitful multiply belongs to man and other creatures. Now we have replenish it, subdue it, and have dominion. Now among these three, replenish it, subdue, and have dominion, two of these have to do with what? Power. Amen to Jesus. Amen. So it means that to take of the consequence of the blessings that are specifically and specially and only meant for man entails power. Because if, if, if God, if, if, if all you have is fruitful and multiplied, there's no difference between you and the monkey. Are you understand what I'm saying? Yes. There's no difference between you and the dog. Because fruitful and multiplied applies to There's no difference between you and a tree. Amen. Now what differentiates us from these other creatures is replenish it and subdue it and have dominion. Now, about, you know, one of the problems we have in the body of Christian is that we are very fast to be fruitful. We are very fast to multiply. But we don't enter the realm of replenishing. We don't enter the realm of subduing or enter the realm of dominion. The height of the manifestation of the blessing of God is dominion. Praise God forevermore. And also, out of these three that belongs to man, two of them speak of power. That is to tell of the constituents of the blessing that is specially meant for man or particular to man speaks of power. Two over three is too much personal. Are you going to say? So, power is a major constituent of the blessing of God. Praise God forevermore. This tells us how indispensable power is in the blessing and in man's destiny. Power is indispensable in the blessing and in man's destiny. Are we together? Now, these two constituents are what? Subdue and dominion. The ability to subdue and have dominion is man's advantage over every other creature. The ability to subdue and have dominion is man's advantage over every other creature. So as a, as, as, a, as a man, as a human being, praise God forevermore, your drive should not just be to be fruitful. Your drive should not be to multiply. That is a normal phenomenon. And you get what I'm saying now. I remember talking to a particular pastor, his wife was having issues with childbearing. In fact, she had a discussion upon the time and they were living in a particular compound. When it was a diabolic, they were living in a compound and in the land was a diabolic. The man was so unlearned in the things of the spirit. And I think, how many people have described this year? I think about two of them about I can't remember. And after the discussion happened, the man would come and meet him in his door and ask him, uh, the baby has gone there. And he answered the landlord, yes, so the baby has gone. What a pastor! And he claimed to be very spiritual. And yet, the devil was eating his children. And I don't know. He said at the point in time, at the point in time, he told himself, and he began to ask God, what is his problem? People that are not born again, they not even put around animal cell, animal sin, God sick out. They did bread even without any issue, without complication. Why should I, as a child of God, not be having complete my wife be having complications around them? That we are, we, are, we are losing babies. Babies are, 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 are being lost. Why should this be happening? Well, you never knew that the Bible says <laughs> the Bible says that, that my people perish from lack of knowledge. And he prayed and prayed and prayed. Yes, the devil was eating his babies. Or the one who was talking with us, and when he told us his pastor told him, you said what? He said the man comes to ask him after he noticed that when he described that the man comes to ask him, the baby don't go. Baby, baby, party. You didn't I said, yes, baby has gone no. And my wife said, what? That's rubbish. He is the one eating your babies. Back up to that house right now. 
said before they left, the last pregnancy, the wife passed while they were there. Every day problem. She will not sleep through the night. Attacks. He will pray. He will pray. The, the devil knows how to give Christians assignment when they are foolish. Yes. That's why they refuse to take the assignment of the devil. When you want to be a devil, I give you your assignment back. And we told him back out of there. He every day the wife will complain. When he moved out of that house, he went to another house. And then finally he moved to another house. It was in this as I came to that See, but since I came here, my wife has been sleeping at night. And we said, that is what I've been eating your babies. Finally, he moved to another house again, and then why gave birth. Thank God, gave birth to baby boy. Praise God forevermore. What am I trying to help you understand? And in fruitfulness and multiplication is a normal phenomenon. You don't pray for it. It's Every creature is their, is their blessing right, and you don't say what differentiates man from other creatures is what is this tree replenished, subdue and have to But what gives man the edge, the advantage is the ability to subdue and to have dominion. And subdue and dominion entail power. Without power, you can't subdue nothing. Without power, you can't dominate nothing. We live in times where we have Christians who are good talkative, but bad actors. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes. We talk a lot, but we act solely too. The Bible says how Jesus began to do and then to preach. Jesus acted before he talked. We live in times where we need action more than words. We live in times where we need power more than speeches. The devil is controlling the nations of the earth and is throwing his weight, making us know that he's a God of this world. And Christians, all we do is to submit to his dictates. Using wisdom and tactics. We call it wisdom, but it's actually cowardice. Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah to Jesus. Amen. And so in this teaching, we'll study briefly on subdue. What does it mean to subdue? The word subdue, I like the word subdue when I discovered it years ago, and I was like, wow. We always used to use this word, but we never knew what it meant. The word subdued is from the Hebrew word kabash. And then when we want to go and pray, we say we want to go and kabash. So we didn't know we say we want to go and subdue. I didn't know. They said let's go and kabash. We just thought it was one glitch or one, one, one word that people brought out. But I never knew it was the Hebrew word for subdue. When I found it, I was like, wow. So when we say let's go and kabash, we're going to subdue. When you come into the of Kabashi, you are coming to throw your weight. You are coming to subdue. Praise God. And what Kabash means to subject, to, to force, to keep under, to bring into bondage. It means to subservience. It means to violate. It means to dominate. It means to tread down. It means to conquer. It means to subjugate. You see those words? Those words, they don't sound like friendly words. Are you getting what I'm They don't sound like fun-fair words. This word is what kabash means. And you see, this, this is what the church needs to understand. That when God said subdue, God said kabash. When God said subdue, God said words, force, apply force. God said, suggest things under you. God said, keep them under you. God said, bring them into bondage. 
that chair, there are some words I just want to bring out basically, and they are the words subject, force, and keep on that. Subject, force, and keep on that. This word speaks of resistance to a will. Is that not so? We apply force, we subject, and keep under anyone or anything that is resisting. Is that not so? So, when we're talking about Kabashir, it means we are applying force, we are subjecting, and we are keeping under any word or anything that is resisting God's will for us. That's what we're talking about in Kabashir. Adam disobeyed God. This should 
Peter was as a result of the punishment that God gave Adam when he crossed the earth for Adam's sake. Genesis 3, verse 17 says, And unto Adam he said, Because thou hast acted unto the voice of the wife, and hast eaten of the tree of which I commanded thee, saying, Thou shalt not eat of me, cursed is the ground for thy sake. In sorrow shall thou eat of it all the days of the life. So while the blessing was the empowerment given by God to Adam to rule over nature, hear this? The curse on the earth was the empowerment given by God to nature to make life difficult for man by not obeying man. And why did this happen? Because man disobeyed God. So why the blessing is empowerment given by God to man to rule over nature, to rule over life, and this earth, the blessing is the empowerment given by God to nature to disobey man. Why? Because man disobeyed God. And you cannot see it. So you can look at it, the blessing is empowerment. The cause is what? Empowerment. So the blessing and the cause are all about your power. What is positive power? What is negative power? Just like the magnet, you have positive charge and what? Negative charge. Positive and negative do what? They, 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 they meet. Positive and positive do not meet. So life is about positive power and negative power. Positive charge, negative charge. And if you, are, if you don't know who you are, if you don't know who you are as a child of God, a negative power can override you and superpose on you. Mm. Yes. You're not a pusher, I always say it over again. I, I refuse, I cannot, I will never be the testimony of a repentant witch. Let us prepare this 
I was like, wow, the road to people's troubles, I felt like, wow, God prepared for the fall of our team. Why did God make Adam? Apart from the fact that Adam was his choice creature, his, 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 his brainchild, but why did God give Adam five components and then other creatures too? We've said one because man was made, made the likeness of God, we were solid, we were able to understand that a little, but now there's more to it. And that's the reason why we keep studying the world because we keep seeing more. Are we, are we together? Yes. Now we understood that the components that make up the blessings God gave to man were that's the five blessings that God, five components that God gave to man were three times more than those God gave to the other creatures. God gave the creatures too, and God gave man um, and fire. Taking Taking a look at creation at the beginning, man had no need to subdue anything. Is that also? Because all of creation was in perfect harmony and obedience to Adam. So he had no need to subdue anything. God told him, he brought all the things, all the animals that been, and told him, name them. And the Bible says, well, so Adam called them, that was what they were. They didn't say, the animals don't say, when did they say, the animals don't say, no, I don't like that name. Change my name. Give my name, that name is not fine. Just like if you give it to me, on the day of the ceremony, you will give it, and, and, this, and I shall call this child, um, uh, shall, I, I shall call him Andrew. And the baby said, No, oh, that you're not like Andrew. Call me Peter. Peter was the, the leader of the church. Why are you calling me Andrew? They know that there's a spiritual issue, please. Everything was in perfect harmony and in obedience to Adam. So, what was still the need for subdue? What was still the need for subdue? <laughs> You see, there's nothing that takes God by surprise. And that's why Christians begin really to start knowing God and understanding his operations. Instead of Christians just fall by the wayside, they don't fulfill destiny because they don't understand the operations of God. They don't understand God in the order of predestination, preordination, and we understand God in the order of time and eternity. If we understand God in the order of predestination, preordination, time and eternity, we'll live our Christian life sorry. So what was the need for subdue when everything was in perfect harmony? God does not just make plan A and B. He makes plan A to say if there's anything beyond self. Yes. Because he knows that the devil is always planning. So he, he, he just, God is not, he doesn't just plan one step ahead of the devil. He plans centuries ahead of the devil. That means when he plans eternity ahead of the devil. So sometimes when we look at God as we say, we look at God as if God is just one step ahead of the devil. And that's why we are more afraid of the devil than we reverence God. God does not plan with <laughs> one step ahead of the devil. He plans eternity ahead of the devil. So before the devil plays his card, before he makes his move, eternity move has already checkmated him. God, who is all knowing, as you see in 1 John 3, verse 20, he says, For if our heart condemns, God is greater than our heart, and knoweth all things. Man. So the only, the only antidote. 
vaccines by right is to pre-plan and post-plan for any that ailment. Is that not so? So the pre-planning and the post-planning for the rebellion of nature against man is the blessing of something. Earth. Adam did not lose power and 
as the devil. Power as the devil belongs to God. Even the one of them belongs to God. But Adam lost the one of them. So when Jesus came, God did not just give Jesus the power on earth. He knew, he knew that Jesus needed more than the power on earth to deal with this stupid devil. So he gave him body more in heaven and on earth. <laughs> now look at Philippians 2 verse 9 to 11. It says, Therefore, God, has, God also had highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name. And at the name of Jesus, every name shall come of things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth. And that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. And to us, he said, says, And this did she many days. That's the lady that was the girl who was speaking in the spirit of divination. He says, But Paul, being grieved, turned and said to the spirits, I command thee in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her. And he came out of came out the same hour, not later. So what they post, they tell deliverance immediately. After the previous six, then Peter said, Save my God, have I not? But such as I have, I give thee. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. Hear me very well. Who has this power? Adam lost the power. But who has the power now? Power and salvation belongs only to Jesus. And in his name. Jesus is the only source of power because all power in heaven and on earth has been given to him by God the Father. As you see in Matthew 28, verse 18. Now, if all power in heaven and on earth has been given to Jesus, what does this imply? It implies that there is no power in heaven. <laughs> there is no power in heaven. But I don't know how the devil has been able to so deceive Christians to believe that all power is in heaven. I remember a young man once was in a was 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 a mentee under me, and was even actually doing my ass. I was told me want to go for a vision, and I, I said you can go. When he came up to me, I told him I want to ask, I want to you, ask you something. In fact, I want to tell you something. I told him seventy percent of the prayer you pray in that vision, how do you be there? He said yes, that's true. I said so. Who did you go and worship? Who did you go and meet with? If you talked about the devil seventy percent, who did you go and meet with? Go ahead, man. God, 
The power is not a man. Jesus was given all this power by God the Father. This means that if you want to see the power of God and man manifested in our lives, in our domain, in our affairs, what must we do? We must totally put our faith in Jesus and in his name alone. In Jesus alone. In Jesus alone. You want to see the power of God and the power of man manifested? Put your faith totally in Jesus. New Testament prescribed mediums like the anointing oil and mantles or the white black or aprons. That means they took aprons from the body of Peter and Paul and used them on the sick and the sick were healed. Praise God. Or every shadow, the shadow of Peter was healed. See, that of us want to be looking for when our shadows is standing and then we will not take away and enter my shadow. If you really want to do that, that is really a jobless. Amen. Praise God. Now, so the New Testament prescribed mediums. That we know that the Lord's oil, and for me, those are the ones I've studied. At least I've seen it in the Bible. I've opened my Bible and I've seen them. I've seen the Lord's oil. I've seen the aprons or the commandments. Others that others use, I've not seen. Maybe, I don't know if I've seen. But these ones are the ones I've seen. But these things are what? They are good, but they are simply mediums through which the power of God flows. Same way our hands and our mouths are what mediums through which the power of God flows. And you know something? Yes. The, the, the people came to take aprons from, from, from Peter and from Paul for distancing and they don't say. So they needed something to use as a power of God to pray for the person. Now, but even though some people have faith, just like he said, you know, who told Jesus, you don't need to come to my house. I'm a man under authority. I said to one of my, 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 um, um, somebody, go and go. And the other one, come and go. Say, so you need to go, man. Speak the words. And my daughter will be here. Jesus said, I don't want this kind of great faith in the world of Israel. Ah, these are people who said, I don't get this kind of faith. Now, you Gentile, get around. Why? The man was talking based on, on understanding of, of, of what? Military authority. He used military authority to understand spiritual authority. Yes. That's why the church is having a problem. We don't even understand military authority. We don't understand anything to just say we are all the same, we are all children of God. We don't understand financial, we don't understand anything. So why we just let those so we just want to do things and mess up things? And that's how we do for everything. We just mess up the whole because we don't understand the operations of things. But this man understood ministry of military operation and he understands spiritual operations. Same way, Matthew, April, Ghost, and Commandly. The same way, the word, in fact, the word is even more powerful. Hebrews 4 said, the word of God is quick and life, and powerful. The word is more powerful than those things. And same way, your hands are made Your angels. That says, you shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. It didn't say you shall lay hands and pray. It just said you shall lay hands. On the sick and the child. These things are real. I've explained them. I remember one time a young man called and he said, Pastor, my stomach is sick. I don't I went to my friend's house. I don't think they are poisoning me. He was afraid. This was like 1 a.m. or so. He was afraid. Pastor, pray for me. I don't know what has happened to me. And I told him, put your hands on your stomach. He put his hands on As he put his hands on his stomach, he shouted, Pastor, the pain is gone. I have not yet prayed. Pay it. So it's not you pray for it. He said, You shall lay. It's a level of power. Let's not talk too much. Praise God for the power. These are mediums through the power of God's flow. Therefore, we must not put our feet on them. Are you getting what I'm saying? 
from Jesus and his name. So power belongs to Jesus. Power in heaven and on earth. And number two, who does power belong to? Every child of God. Luke chapter 10 verse 19 says, Behold Jesus speaking, I give unto you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. And nothing, and what? Nothing shall by any means hurt you. Jesus gave every child of God the same power. That's the power in heaven and on earth that God gave the Father gave to me. He gave every child of God that power. He gave us that power. And what are we to do with that power? We are to use it. We are to do what? Use it. We are to see. The Bible says, "I am not sure." He said, "In a man in honor and on and no effort is like a beast that perishes." You have so much power inside of you, and you don't know. You are like a beast that perishes. You are sending for me to pray for you. I preach to them on Sunday, church, and I need them to understand something that you don't need me as a priest. That teaching was only another powerful great teaching. How Jesus made an end to the Old Testament priesthood. You don't need me as a priest. You have it already. I have it. My job is just to teach you. I'm a teaching priest. That's my job. It's to teach you. When I teach you, you go and use it, manifest it, and then come back and testify. That's my job. You don't need to call me pastor, my head is aching, my leg is aching, my, 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 my stomach is worrying me, my teeth is biting. No, 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 no. Our children, by the grace of God, anytime one of them come and tell us what is they me, what do we do? Pray for them. We are teaching them, pray for, pray. My daughter calls for me, one of my friends in school was saying, my, 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 my wife tell her, did you pray for your friend? We are still teaching them, pray for, pray for, pray for. Why? Because they must become stable of their own to use this power. Child of God, Kabash, 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 subjugate, tread down, bring into bondage, dominate, violate any pain, any pain that is opposing the will of God in your lives. Kabash them. Let's try to open our feet this morning now. Let's go ahead and begin to pray in the Holy Spirit for a few minutes. This is just introduction. We can go see brother Diva Lata Badia Petiada. We are cooking, Yeah. 
Amen. Lord, I join my faith with everyone who has made decrees. Yes, I join my faith with their fruits. And we decree. And everyone we are decreed in the realms of the spirit manifest physically in the name of Jesus. Amen. Five points drop. Amen. Two of disappear. Yes. Kidney stones disappear. Amen. Every kind of sickness and disease disappear. Amen. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Mental illnesses disappear. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Financial hopeless be cleared off in the name of Jesus. Anti-gracious spirits come out of those people in the name of Jesus. I see a pregnancy that has stayed too long, longer than normal. See, cut and love. I'm getting 12 years. 12 years. By the power of the Holy Ghost, I subdue, I superimpose the power of God over you now. And I decree that force that has held that pregnancy, that has held that baby for 12 years.